Hey friend, welcome to a, I'm not even gonna say another episode. This is a non-episode of Finding Your It Factor today. I wanna encourage you to do something this week. I hit pause on the schedule that I had for this week. I actually had scheduled a two episodes coming your way this week on strategic storytelling and writing your signature story. And I just do not feel, this is not the time if you are a white woman in business to be telling your story. And it didn't feel right for me to teach you that this week. I will be back next week with both of those topics to walk through with you because I do think everybody needs to know how to tell stories and how to tell their stories. But right now, I want to invite you to consider, are you opening your mind and opening your ears to listen to the stories of Black men and women in our country? To be perfectly frank with you, I have always been in this position of entitlement. I... I'm super, excuse me, super, uh, I just choked on a power bar. Um, I just ate before I hit record. I'm super uncomfortable talking about race, as I bet you are too. I, I don't think there are a lot of people comfortable completely talking about it. And this is a, this is an interesting week because for the first time in a very long time across the world, uh, white women were uncomfortable and I want to say, good, we should be, we should be uncomfortable. And it's because of the fact that we, we need to be uncomfortable. We have to get uncomfortable. That's the only way that we're going to be able to help create change. Growing up, I grew up in a house where we didn't talk about politics. And quite frankly, I've always put the idea of race and religion and any of those things into that same bucket of things we don't just talk about. And I will fully admit that I have been the person who touted this idea that I don't watch the news. I don't follow politics because it's exhausting. And how wrong is that? It's so wrong. It's so ignorant. And it's so ridiculous that I have worn that as a badge of honor. And I just wanted to show up today to say first, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to my community for not being a better example. But to the women of color in my community, specific the black women in my community, I want to say I'm sorry, and I'll do better. This week, I'm not going to share with you any more of my message. I just want you to know that you need to start listening and start speaking up. There's a lot of conversations happening right now of should we as white women, as non-black women in this country, should we be quiet and move over and allow the voices of black women to be amplified? The answer is yes, but that does not mean we should stay silent because right now more than ever, they need us to use our voices because the more noise we make together, the more people will hear it. I'll be honest with you, I'm being very honest with you, all of this is honest with you, but I sometimes when conversations are brought up, the first time they're brought up, people just kind of glaze over and quite frankly get annoyed that people are talking about it. But the people who are persistent continue to talk about it while it's exhausting and uncomfortable the more they talk about it, the more others pay attention. So if you're feeling this moment where you're like, man, when are people going to stop talking about this? They're not going to stop talking about this. This is not a new conversation. It just might be new to you. So a couple suggestions that I might make this week for you. Number one, make sure that you're following people online to get different perspectives. I want to encourage you to specifically be following Black women online that are anti-racist educators. I don't want you to make the mistake 
And please forgive me if I say the wrong thing. I'm doing my best here to try to advocate for this. But I don't want you just going online and starting to click and follow women of color because you think that's the thing to do to hear more voices. You're smarter than that. I want you to start specifically learning from people that you need to hear their voices, specifically anti-racism educators. There's a couple that I want to give for recommendations. I'm going to put links to their Instagram accounts in the show notes today. But there's one specific podcast that I'm going to encourage you to listen to. It's just a really candid and open conversation that I've enjoyed listening to, hosted by Judy LeBron and Weez. Um, her name is Louisa, Louisa Duran. Duran, did I say that right? Damn it. Hang on, I'm pulling it up here. Yeah, Duran. I'm sorry, I don't know how to pronounce it. This is all new to me. But I heard Weez talk in a, I don't even know, it was on somebody's Facebook Live a couple days ago. And I was like, man, I like her style. She's a really good speaker. I think both of these women are incredible speakers. There's another woman that I have been following who's also an anti-racist educator. I'm looking up her account right now as I sit here. Hang tight, sugar buns. Here we go. Erica Corday, I think I'm pronouncing that right. I actually booked a call with her coming up in a couple weeks. She had a video online that I shared in my Instagram stories that I really appreciated. I want you to follow Erica. These are three women that I know of that are specifically anti-racism educators. I want you to start filling your feed, start learning from them, watching videos, reading books. And here's the thing. You don't need to be, you don't need to be wearing your education as a badge of honor to prove that you're part of this movement. Just start using your voice. Start sharing information that you think will help others. But most importantly, I want you to check your ego and continue to ask yourself, how are you contributing to the wrongness that's happening in this world and in this conversation? And how can you contribute to the cause? How can you actively contribute to anti-racism in our human race, in our in our lives, and also in your business? I know I'm not saying this right. I know I'm not sharing my perspective. I This is not about me, and I don't want this to be about me, and I somehow just still made this about me by sharing my message. And so learn from me. I'm going to do it wrong. But I think the most important thing is we have to be using our voices right now, even if we're terrified to put our voices out there because the potential of getting called out. I want you to see the good in the call outs. It's a good, beautiful thing. Uh, one One of my students shared, I saw this on her Instagram stories earlier this week, she shared that Black women are calling each other out or calling each other, calling white women out right now. People are calling each other out because of love, because they believe that they can do better. And I genuinely believe that. I think it's so easy for us to jump at this idea that judgment is one of those things that like, who are other people to judge online? And online, we're all afraid to get attacked. And most of the time when we're getting attacked by strangers or fear of getting attacked by strangers, we know it's because they're freaking strangers on the internet who don't care about us anyway and have their own issues. This is not that. So I want you to pay attention to if you notice, quote unquote, attacks happening. They're not attacks. They are call outs. We are calling people to do better. And I want you to be open to getting feedback about doing better as I am. I, I don't know how to navigate this. And I want to do better. And I hope that I hope that you do too. 
One thing I just wanted to share with you real quick was a letter that I wrote to my students earlier this week. Um, I just wanted to share with you a message of this. Uh, right now, I want you to speak up for your Black sisters who are hurting. They need us to stand with them in this fight. The truth is that I used to avoid these conversations because I thought they were political. I grew up in a house where we just didn't talk about that stuff, and that was wrong. I know better. I now know better. This isn't a political issue. This is a human rights issue. And I now know that although I don't know how to have these conversations, they must be had because our businesses are about people. Our lives are filled with people. That's what makes us human. So if you're like me and you're uncomfortable, good. It means you're growing. And my hope is together we do a hell of a lot more growing. I want to recommend that you use this time that you would have used listening to the podcast today by listening to another podcast. I'm specifically going to recommend the one by Weez and Trudy. The name of their podcast is That's Not How This Works. And it's a show, it's an exploration of diversity, inclusion, and equity and how things show up or don't in personal and professional communities. They specifically focus on the coaching and personal development space, which I think is relevant to both you and I. I highly encourage you to go check out their show. I uh, very uh, coincidentally found their episode 81, which was released a few weeks ago. That is, who is Karen and why does she want to talk to the manager? And quite frankly, I have to admit that I've had a bit of Karen in me in the past where I have had a lot of moments of entitlement. And I'm going to start being a lot more aware of that, knowing that I'm still going to make a lot of mistakes because in white privilege, we do not see it, but it's a continued exploration of identifying it, calling it out in ourselves and in others and doing better. So friend, I hope you join me in doing better and I'll see you next week to talk about stories.